Welcome, welcome, and welcome to the doghouse. My name is Will. I am your host of the best podcast for any specific fantasy league that any of you are listening to. And if you think I'm wrong, think about it for a second. I bet you can't prove me wrong. This is the fourth episode of the second season, and I am so happy that you're here. I had no intention of doing a podcast tonight. I had no intention of watching as much football as I did today. Matter of fact, I was sick as a dog all day goddamn yesterday, and I thought I was going to have to not watch any football today because I thought I was going to have to, like, you know, make up for, like, whatever round-the-house bullshit I didn't do Saturday. I was expecting that tomorrow. But good news for me and you and us, my wife was sick today. (laughs) I mean, not like real sick. I wouldn't be laughing if she was like actually sick, not like Needham sick. But like, you know, she just had like a fucking cold or whatever. And so uh, she just watched Netflix in bed all day, which she does like mm, about two or three times a year. And so I was able to watch football all goddamn day. You can tell by the way that I was on the chat all day. And by the way, I know exactly which of you were on the chat all day. And I am very proud of each and every one of you. I had people uh, texting me later on in the evening saying, what in the hell were you guys doing all day? And I was like, you know what we were doing. We were talking about some goddamn dynasty fantasy football, motherfuckers. All right, anyway. Hey, we are so back. We are so soon. This is so soon that we are so back. Uh, I'm not going to... Dude, you have no idea how many times I have uh, deleted this intro because the part... The, the, the problem is when you mess up in the first 30 or 45 seconds, you're like, oh, fuck that. Let's do it again. Oh, fuck that. Let's do it again. But the problem is, you know, I fuck up all the goddamn time. By the way, this is not suitable for work. So if you have like kids in the car, you might as well... You know, put back the oldie station on and, and then uh, uh, put me on when you're like listening to something else. But I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is not fucking working at all. I keep, I keep deleting myself. I keep trying to be perfect. Why am I trying to be perfect? This, I don't, I am a hack as I have been so graciously called by Rick Ryland. And while Rick Ryland is calling me a hack, what I hope all of you realize is that For me to be called a podcast hack, that means I have to be at a certain level of podcast host capability. That means he is saying that I'm a legit podcast host. Well, no, no, no. He said I was a hack podcast host. But to be a hack, you have to be a podcast host. So I am thoroughly proud of myself for um, making it up to the level of podcast hack, um, if you if you you might hear some uh, dog noises in the back, it's uh, Duke is trying to fuck Stella, uh, but they're both a spade and neutered. I don't know which is which, and so neither of them actually understand what's happening, um, but they know they have some energy in that direction that they want to be working on. And again, I already deleted this intro like. 35 times and I'm just letting it run this time. So, uh, sick wife, got a lot of football in. Hey, leave it. I mean, there's only so much everyone can take. Anyway, I actually at one point considered counting how many chat 
you know, how many times people put something in the chat today. And I started to scroll up and I got, I started counting and I got to like uh, four and realized, oh my God, this is going to be in an unbelievable amount. So I'm just going to go with, I am very, very impressed by how much uh, action we had on the chat tonight. Today, I should say. Uh, and even then, before we even started on the chat, Needham and I were texting at like eight in the morning because my, like I said, I was sick yesterday. I didn't realize that clocks were getting turned back. So I woke up at what I thought was 7.15 after sleeping all goddamn day. I was like, oh, I feel so much better. And it was 6.15. And, uh, but Needham wasn't too far behind me because he's old. So we were talking the whole time in the morning. We got the chat going a little bit later on. And I swear to God, we probably had 400 uh, uh, chat messages. Uh, uh, I think it was Pierce who said he sprained his wrist while scrolling down trying to get to the, the bottom of our chat. So uh, I was very impressed by the activity that we had today. And I got to say, the activity we've had the last week or two, the activity we've had the last few weeks, and it's not also not a coincidence that there's been more podcasts the last few weeks. What is the difference? While everyone is focusing on who the buyers are, who the sellers are, oh, BT's selling, oh, Needham's selling, oh, Jason's selling, oh, Will's the biggest buyer with no results, and Wyland's buying, and Stanley's buying. <laughs> Y'all are playing checkers while I'm playing some chess. Because the fact is, you guys are looking at your roster of fantasy football players. <laughs> I'm looking at my roster of 12. I'm looking at you fucks. And what I've done is I've realized that, wait a second, you got to make a move. You got to pivot. I talked about this last episode. I was able to, uh, I've, been, I've been accused of kicking a lot of people out uh, last week. It was me accusing me of that. Uh, but I could just kind of sense others were, were thinking it. And now since then, there have been many statements about how many people I've kicked out of the league. And the fact is, the answer to that is fucking two. You want to know why? Because two people weren't into it. And that's cool. Hashtag no judgment. But also, if you're not into it, you're not going to stay. It's just, it's not happening. And so now we have 12 that are into it. If we want to really go down the list, if anyone's looking down and going, damn, who's not responding to chat because Will might kick them out too. No, everyone else is good. Rose has real life going on, but he's fine. He's good. He's paying attention. I already put in the chat, basically all the DKI guys are fucking paying attention. Austin's hanging with the DKI guys, talking all this shit like he's no need him his whole life. I love it. Adam and Jason are totally fucking good to go. They'd be talking just as much shit. They just happen to be classy gentlemen. Uh, I mean, not really, but kind of, uh, you know, like publicly classy. And uh, they tend not to talk too much shit until they actually can talk shit in person. Uh, but don't worry, they talk shit to me so much and they break me down constantly. So uh, they have what it takes and they'll uh, catch up and get comfortable with you guys. We'll have to make them like honor, on, uh, uh, honorary members like um, 
uh, whatever the, the guy is in uh, SBG, the Asian guy, the other Asian guy, Needham's back in SBG. So the other guy, the other fucking, the Chinese one or whatever his name is. I don't care. Anyway, uh, so we have so much activity because I have been able to make the transactions and I have traded. I Look, you guys have been pulling off some trades. I've been pulling off some trades too. Oh, you're like, oh yeah, you got CMC. Oh, you got Michael Thomas. <laughs> Neither of them have played. <laughs> All right. How about those trades? But how about the trades I made where I traded Garrett and Robbie, who I love, <laughs> but I don't love them in this league, for, <laughs> for people who I almost forgot who their names were, for Needham and BT. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that was actually pretty fucking funny in my brain. I mean, not for the rest of you, but for me in my brain, that was pretty funny. I uh, forgot Needham and BT's uh, names for a second and only wanted to say Robbie and Needham's, uh, God damn it, Robbie and Garrett's name again. You could see how it all's uh, mingled up. Anyway, uh, we're going to move on because uh, what else do we have in this intro? This is the longest intro ever, but like I said, I just don't fucking care anymore. We're just running with it. Great on the chat. I have not had as much. Dude, I have not talked to Delta Chi dudes this much in in in, one, in this tiny amount of time since we were next to Cork and Bottle. Now, finishing it up before we get to the news here. In one way, you can look at it and say, oh, damn. We've actually turned into a, a fraternity league. I think even someone mentioned tonight, uh, I was hoping this wouldn't turn into a fraternity league. And I hear you. I wasn't trying to make it turn into a fraternity league either. I was actually trying to make it turn into equally a family, friends, fraternity, insane asylum league. Uh, but hey, you know, shit happens. So now we've had two guys come in uh, who are from the fraternity. And so in one sense, that makes it there are eight fraternity guys and four non-fraternity guys. And eight to four is like, oh yeah, you know, that's a two to one ratio. That's significant. But... You got to think of it like this. Well, obviously I am fraternity. Obviously I'm DKI as much as any one of us can be. I'm also very much having personal relations with all four of the others. That sounded a little weird when I heard it. I heard it come out of my mouth. So I heard it and it sounded a little weird. But you know what the fuck I mean. No one else is in this league for random ass reasons. So in a lot of sense, while there are eight of us all eight of us DKIs in this league, seven of you don't have any fucking idea who, who the other four are. And so in that sense, we're really kind of seven and five. And seven and five is really just one off of split even. So, um, you know what? Look, maybe this becomes a DKI league. Maybe it doesn't. I, I really don't think that we're going to lose the other four by the fact that the eight that are... Uh, in this league that are being the most active on the chat are DKI. The fact is the chat is shit talking. And of course the most comfortable shit talking in this group are going to be all the dudes in the same fraternity who've been talking shit for 25 fucking years or however long you old fucks have been talking shit. That being said, Austin's acting like he's in the fraternity anyway. And I like that very much. All right. Longest intro ever. Don't care. Let's get to news.
All right, let's go ahead and get after it and let's get into some news. One of my favorite parts about having a uh, episode that follows another episode with just in a few days is you don't have to like bring up bring the entire league up to speed on stuff. And so it's great because the news today is just going to be the last few days worth of stuff, nothing exciting. In the Todd Gurley watch, he's still uh, on the trading block, which is weird. At this point, Todd Gurley has been on the trading block legitimately a thousand times longer than anyone else has ever been on the trading block. Now, granted, this Dynasty League just really became a Dynasty League about a month ago, but fact is no one has ever had as hard of a time trading someone who is really trying to trade them as Needham has had. So let's take a little bit of a closer look. Todd Gurley. Wow, what a career. I mean, you guys know who Todd Gurley is. If you look at the last four years, four years ago, he was number one. I mean, three years ago, he was number one. (laughs) Two years ago, he was number three. Number three running back. Last year, he was number 15. Not bad. 15's not bad. 15 running back on the year. Not bad. This year, he's number five. He's only 26 years old. He's gotten a huge contract before. Why the fuck does nobody want Todd Gurley? He's the number five running back. He's a 26-year-old, and nobody wants him. Why? Well, he's got an injury history. He's got a lot of tread worn on those tires. And when I looked a little bit closer at those stats, he just seems a little too touchdown dependent. But I look at these last four years, including this year, 1, 3, 15, 5, Well, what if that 15 was three years ago? And I don't remember what his year was before, you know, uh, uh, let's see, four years ago. But let's say it was like, you know, 30th or something. It was like whatever he was before he became Todd Gurley. What if the 15 went before that number one year? What if it was three years ago he was 15? Two years ago, he was number one. Last year, he was number three. And this year, he's number five. And you'll always say, well, Will, that's not, that's not what happened. Last year, he was 15. Yeah, last year. This is the fourth season where he's in the top five, three out of the four. Why is no one interested in Todd Gurley? I thought he was 31 years old. I look closer. He's 26. The best I can figure as I'm looking a lot closer is that Gurley is so touchdown dependent right now that he's getting treated like a tight end. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. Who knows? The fact is, Gurley's not getting moved. He's not getting moved because he's getting treated like he's, I don't know, Waller. No, not even Waller. I take Waller. Um, Zach Ertz. 
Todd Gurley is getting treated like Zach fucking Ertz. The only difference is Zach Ertz hasn't done a goddamn thing. And Gurley has recently. Only he's getting treated like a tight end. Anyway, so Gurley's still available. If you want to go and get him, get after it. Um, what's next on the news? Oh, I'm a podcast hack. Uh, I referenced that in the intro, so we don't need to go over there. Uh, thank you, Rick. Thank you. The fact that you think I'm a hack is um, such a compliment to that you would think I am in the range of podcast hack. I, I'm. <laughs> you really know how to make a guy blush. <laughs> thank you. All right. Uh, so speaking of Rick, so he actually changes his name to trade me to a please. Now I got to say when, when Jason texted me and said, Hey, Rick wants Tua," I said, yeah, I know he changed his name to trade me to a please. You have to make him overpay because for some reason, he really, 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 really wants Tua and doesn't care if everyone knows. And so I don't know what he, <laughs> I don't know what Rick offered originally for Tua, but what I heard was that it was different than what he actually ended up paying for Tua. So. <laughs> Uh, Jason Kelly got, uh, Tua at the 211 last year. Um, oh, by the way, uh, uh, BT, uh, apparently I didn't tell you this in the, when we spoke, the, uh, rookie draft is not a snake draft and, and no rookie draft in any dynasty league is a snake draft. Snake drafts are for redraft leagues. Now I definitely meant to tell you. I'm not suggesting that you should have known. I should have told you. I thought I did. To be honest, I wasn't sober when we spoke. But that's okay. Regardless, one mistake you won't make going forward is ever thinking that any rookie dynasty draft is snake. Snake is only for redraft. Welcome to Dynasty BT. Anyway, so uh, Ardub changes his name to Trade Me Tua, please. And then, shocker, he ends up overpaying for Tua. So he ended up he ended up buying Tua for a first. Now he says, "Hey, I'm gonna Tua's gonna be my quarterback for the next 10, 12 years." And in that sense, I totally get it. I mean, I, I really do. And I actually, I'm not even saying it's a bad idea. But in terms of just looking at on November 1st, All Saints Day, for the uh, Catholics out there from this fake Catholic, uh, on November 1st of 2020, a, a whatever year, I don't even care, 2022 first, I don't even care what year it was, a first rounder for Tua, when he was just taken at the 211 and traded during his game. His first game he won, by the way. He's 1-0. He almost threw for 100 yards. I mean, he didn't, but he almost did. And um, I would say that considering he was just taken at the 211, a first-rounder might have been a little bit of a stretch. But just like all trades in Dynasty, the beauty is 
check back in in three or four years. And by the way, speaking of segments that we'll be doing, and no one was speaking about that, so that phrase didn't work, but you get what I'm saying. We'll be starting to look at some trades not too far from now about trades from the past. And one of the first trades we're going to be looking at is that Antonio Brown trade that Austin was involved in and someone else was as well. Uh, I don't remember who that was. Um, But guess what? That Tua for a first trade was not the only trade that we have had since the last podcast. Oh my. Aaron Jones got traded again. Now at our last podcast... Aaron Jones got traded by BT, made sense. To Needham, didn't make sense. Needham had been a fucking seller for three trades in a row. BT shows up as a seller, and all of a sudden, the seller sells to the seller. And that seller is not a seller, but is a buyer? Well, no. That seller was not a buyer. That seller was a seller. And Needham turned Jones into uh, a first and Dobbins. And so uh, uh, BT got first, uh, excuse me, uh, I, I said I said Needham turned Jones. BT turned Jones into first and Dobbins. No, God damn it. I got it all wrong again, but I'm not going to fucking edit this shit. So I apologize. BT traded Needham Jones originally for a first, a second, Gage, and Dak. He didn't need Dak. BT picked up Dak nicely because he's thinking about next year. Gage is nothing. A first and a second. So first and a second for Dak. I mean, I think that's basically two firsts. I'm starting to... I'm no trade calculator. We'll talk about that later. But... Uh, my uh, my original thought was Jones is worth two first. When I talked to BT originally, I said, "Hey, dude, don't give him up for anything less than two firsts. I mean, if if CMC is worth three firsts, if Thomas is worth three firsts, I don't know if they are, but that's what I paid for them. Um, then Aaron Jones is at least worth two. So Needham ends up uh, paying Dak Gage a first and a second for Jones, but then turns the Jones into first and Dobbins. And so now all of a sudden, Adam Hensley, who in the last episode, even though Adam, when Adam's at number four and in that tier two, I said, hey, he's going to have to make a move. And he did. He went and got himself Aaron Jones and I cost him a first and Dobbins. I think that's totally fair. I think it just shows that he's going for it. Because the fact is, Aaron Jones can score three touchdowns any given Sunday. And I know Lockett can too. He did last week, yet, you know, Matt Metcalf was the guy today. And and so in that sense, like 30 different guys can throw can score three touchdowns. But I mean, like, if you're gonna actually place money on guys to score three touchdowns in a game, Aaron Jones is gonna be in that top six or seven that you're actually putting money on. So Needham, I, I was I was very confused at the last podcast. I said I thought Needham was a seller, but is he actually being a buyer? Is he just retooling? And he just turned right around. And so I was I, like I said, I was texting with him today. When you actually look at his over, because remember he 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 traded Mixon 
So if you go back and you look at all of his trades, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it for right now, but it basically was like he traded Mixon first and uh okay. No, I fucked that up. Okay, it doesn't matter. Uh Nita made a bunch of different moves, and at the end of the day, he I think, and the trade calculator that he sent everybody thinks that he did pretty damn well for himself. Um and my favorite part, in all honesty, more than even his roster configuration, is the more trades we have, the more communication we have, the more interaction we have, the more activity we have, the better league that we are. And so um, I love every trade for that exact reason. Anyway, uh, great job, Needham. Uh, great job, Adam. Dude, Aaron Jones is uh, one of those... Guys, where you make one move and he's the difference. And I uh, wouldn't be surprised if we end up uh, crowning Adam the champ because Jones gets like, you know, seven touchdowns in weeks 14 through 16. Uh, let's go ahead and finish up the news here. Uh, we had a little bit of an interaction between Pierce and Needham today. Uh, Pierce, okay, I said this earlier in the chat. Pierce, Booby, and BT all need to go to some sort of fucking symposium where they learn that just because they have someone on their team does not make that person more valuable as compared to the rest of the industry. Um, all three of you fucking suck, and I don't care what you think about my thoughts on that. It is ridiculous. I'm, ama I'm actually amazed that BT traded Julio Jones and Aaron Jones as quickly as he did. Um, I, I feel like my thoughts on BT being a shitty trader are were, had to be put off to the side for those two transactions. And I think it's just because he needed to get rid of those two guys to like start building it up. And now I start expecting BT to be like ridiculously unfair in uh, inappropriate valuations on his guys. No different than Pearson Booby. I, I will love you guys to prove me wrong. Fucking prove me wrong. But anyway, Needham, like me, had an interaction with Pierce where there were some um, text negotiations that magically didn't turn out to anything real. And Pierce thinks texting is real. And Needham and I recognize that if something is real in terms of a trade offer you put it on the actual app because if you don't it's not fucking real anyway there were some screenshots shared and the thing that i actually noticed the most was anyone see that when pierce uh, screenshotted needham's text the photo he had of needham is needham's wife's engagement ring from like 15 years ago uh maybe that's just me and maybe we're just out of content. Uh, but I thought that was a little weird. Anyway, let's go ahead and finish this up. Look, uh, it's a good amount of news. Uh, a little rambly, but it, it could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. And last time we finished the news with Pierce Chiropractic and uh, Needham recommended that we have a commercial break for Maui Wowie. And so uh, I agree. That's a great fucking idea, Needham. So... Hey, 
Are you ever doing a podcast in your garage at 11.18 in the middle of the night with fucking dogs and a cat and sandals and kind of stinky breath and you brush your teeth and, you know, people are looking down on you and things are not going incredibly, like, you know, well because you're... Have you ever done a podcast and you've ever been like, man, I want some weed right now? Well, guess what? So have our sponsors for Maui Wowie. That's right. Everyone who is sober shouldn't be sober anymore unless you're listening to this at like work or something, which, by the way, don't listen to this at work or something. So we're going to take a commercial break from our podcast to talk about Maui Wowie. And by talking about Maui Wowie, I mean we're going to take a break from this commercial to go smoke some Maui Wowie. Oh, I meant to press stop, but instead I missed. So let's try that again. Smoke some Maui Wowie. Ooh, that sounds good, and welcome to week eight. Let's get into this rundown, and let's start with those tier one teams. And by the way, by tier one, I mean I referenced it last week. I put these teams into tiers. I put our teams into tiers last week. If you didn't listen to that episode, go back and listen to that episode. But actually, first, before you do that, if you didn't listen to the episode that bridges the first season and the second season... Go ahead and go back and listen to that. It's the last one of season one, uh, and it does a. It basically is like our playoffs from last year and the draft and some trades, and it kind of it bridges the first two seasons really well. Uh, the next two episodes suck. You don't have to worry about those. Listen to the last one. Listen to the third. Uh, episode in season two, and then this is the fourth season. So anyway, uh, let's go ahead and get after it. This is just a regular uh, week eight review. It's just a regular uh, episode. There's nothing exciting about this one, which means that the meat and potatoes is actually just going to be talking about the games, which is always a lot of fun. So let's, hey, we always start with whoever's in first place. Who's in first place? Booby's in first place. Who's he going up against? Like 12th place probably? No. 11th place? No, 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 no. He's going up against second place. That's right. In week eight, we have two tier one teams both teams at six and one, both teams looking incredibly strong, and both teams ready to get after it in week eight as if they're going to be facing up against each other in week 16 in the finals. Booby is the first place, would be the number one seed. Ardub is in second place, would be the number two seed. And it's not that. Close, man. We got Booby is at 141 on Sunday night. Ardub is at 88. It's a 53-point difference. Now, granted, Ardub does have three people left, but it's two IDPs and Fournette. Well, Booby is not done either. He has one left, and it's going to be, I don't know if you've heard of him. His name is Tom Brady. And so he's expected to get another 24. So Booby is actually projected to win by quite a lot. I'm going to go ahead and and I'm going to write it up as if Booby's already going to win. So who's the MVP? That's going to be Kamara. You got 28 points. That one's actually pretty easy. 
He had 96 receiving yards. Um, for those of you who don't know, Alvin Kamara is a running back. He got 96 receiving yards. Yeah, not bad. He got 67 rushing yards. He got 163 total yards. Yet he's a running back. Got 28 points. Just imagine if he had some touchdowns. Uh, by the way, he also had Derrick Henry uh, at 20 points uh, with uh, 112 yards and a touchdown. How is 112 yards and a touchdown um, only 20 points? I guess because we're a PPR and 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 legit workhorse running backs don't get respected like a standard league does, which I'm I'm glad they don't. I just <laughs> got a little sidetracked. It's like, what? That's a fucking great game. How come that doesn't get that many points? Uh, so let's go ahead and look at, well, who is the bust here? Oh, that's easy. That's Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper um, caught one pass for five yards. So if Rick's getting 1.5, from Amari Cooper, that's not going to go too well. Who is this sneaky start? It was Fulgham. Uh, Booby had Fulgham, who got him 20 points. He got him six catches, 78 yards, and a touchdown. It was a real nice start. It was a really nice start. But it was only sneaky if you weren't paying attention because I actually had the exact same start in one of the leagues that I won uh, this week. I lost both of my... I lost my fraternity league and my dynasty league, uh, but I, I won my my friends and my insane asylum league. So I went two and two uh, this week, and in one of those weeks, I in one of those leagues I played Fulgham, uh, and that was the sneaky start for Booby. Uh, looking at next week, we got Boobies versus Needham. So you have number one versus uh, selling for the most part, and uh, you have Arda versus Stanley. So you have another. Uh, this is the most difficult part of our dubs uh regular season he's got booby and stanley back to back he's got uh, two tier one teams in week eight and nine uh and so booby or our uh, is gonna get tested a little bit we're gonna learn a little bit more about our uh but go ahead that's hey that's first place and that second place so who's third place playing well third place played needham third place is needham uh nope Third place is Stanley <laughs> playing Needham. Stanley is also at 6-1. and one. He is the only other Tier 1 team. He is the third place team. Needham is a Tier 2 team. Even though he was supposed to be a seller, he was a Tier 3 team, but maybe he's a Tier 2 team. But Aaron Jones, he actually just sold. And Needham then became back to a Tier 3 team. And that actually makes sense. He's selling. He, uh, he actually bought someone to sell at what he thought was a better rate than the original seller was able to sell. In other words, for those of you uh, not fluent in sales, hey, BT, Needham said he could sell Aaron Jones better than you could because you're both sellers and he bought him from you because he felt he could get that much more volume. That's called an... I call it an albatross. <laughs> I don't know what it's actually called. You guys, in your business world, I actually have no, no idea about any of that. But uh, you guys have like a, I call it an albatross. I think you all call it like an abatos or albatoss or I don't know. It, it's not albatross, but it sounds like it. 
and it just implies what Needham always does, which is like he's the middleman and he knows guy A and C that he's B so he can make some money. Uh, Needham, that, that, that's how, by the way, uh, that's how Needham explained his job to me like 18 years ago. Uh, we have Stanley, tier one, third place against Needham, tier three, but seventh place. He's all probably going to make the playoffs, but this one's over. Uh, Stanley's, uh, he's won by 50 uh, at least. He might even have more players. I'm not paying attention. Uh, why? Because he has Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, 56 points. Shut the fuck up. No, really. 56 points. <laughs> if you were hearing a little banging, that's me hitting <laughs> that's that's me hitting my phone trying to actually hit the uh dock button. 56. So our dynasty league is is new, but it's not like brand brand new. That's the fifth best individual score we've ever had. 56 points. You wanna know why? It's because he had 226 yards and four touchdowns. And by the way, how impressive is that? That 226 and four barely gets you in our top five. That's only in the last year and a half. Delvin Cook was absolutely the MVP. Bust you's got to go to uh, DeAndre Swift. He had six carries for one yard. And look, I mean, I know Needham. I know. I get it. I get it. You're not trying to win today. Swiss for the future. But you will admit that you were expecting Swift to get more than like six inches a carry. I mean, what's, I don't even know. What's a yard, what's a yard in inches? I mean, I can't even do the math. So one yard, what, seven feet? Okay, six inches of carry. <laughs> DeAndre still got six inches of carry. If you if if you get six inches of carry on this podcast, you are the best you, just so you know. Um, also, parentheses, he caught three uh, passes for 20 yards, so he got like, you know, five and a half points that way. Uh, he, so he ended up getting six points probably. But again, six inches of carry on six carries. But he's a rookie. It's okay. We don't expect things from Swift this year, so that's not a big deal. I, I just six inches of carry is a thing. Hey, I wait till we get to my guy. I he, I had a goose egg, so uh, I wish I had one yard from a particular guy on my team. The sneaky start is Gallman. Uh, Gallman is playing uh, tomorrow night, or depending on when you're listening to this, Monday night. Uh, well, not depending. Whenever you're listening to it, it's Monday night. Depending on when you're listening to it. Tomorrow night, tonight, last Monday, whenever. Uh, the reason why Gallman's the sneaky start is because Stanley didn't really have like a regular one and he already has such a big victory that the guy he has in his RB2 spot doesn't even matter and he can get a zero. Something that uh, my players are used to. All right, let's go ahead and get into... Uh, who our third matchup? Our third matchup is fourth place. So Adam is in fourth place. He is at the top of our tier two teams, and he finds himself currently in a nail biter with Pierce. 
Pierce is the number eight seed or the eighth place team, I should say, at three and four. Also a tier two team. Let's go ahead and look at the score. The score right now is 132 to 130, but the projected is 157 to 155. So, and it's the same way, right? Like Adam's plus two currently, and he's plus two in the projection. So let's look at who's playing. Uh, Adam has Ronald Jones, not bad, and an IDP. Okay, never know what the IDP is, but sure, yeah. Um, and who does Pierce have? Oh, he has two players. So it must be at least one wide receiver and one running back. Oh, wait, there's no quarterbacks. So there's no IDPs, but only two players. Pierce has two, he, uh, Pierce has two tight ends left. Um, he has two tight ends left. I'd rather have a fucking IDP than a tight end. Uh, so, yeah, Adam has Ronald Jones and IDP. And Pierce has two tight ends. He has Evan Ingram, the biggest uh, waste of space uh, I've ever heard of, and Gronk. And actually, I actually kind of like Gronk this week. Uh, but nonetheless, I I will be surprised if Pierce wins. I'm 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 realizing I'm just bashing my biggest fan. Um, although Needham did. Uh, binge listen to this podcast and so but pierce is like the og fan uh, but nonetheless i said before and i'll say it again i don't like pierce's roster uh and i surely don't like uh you know two tight ends but i mean what, what look at my team jesus christ uh sorry um we got a nail biter and it's awesome so our third uh matchup our third highest ranked matchup uh this week we have a nail biter we get to watch that on monday night uh so because it's a nail biter i did uh mvp bust use and sneaky starts for each of them because i don't know who's gonna win so the mvp uh is Corey davis Corey davis got eight catches for 128 yards and a touch for uh, Adam and I mean from overrated to horrible to flashing to bad to injured to healthy to COVID. Corey Davis has actually had a lot in his career. And the fact of the matter is he's actually a really, really, really good receiver. So they've been telling us since he was a kid. Uh, eight for 128 with one today, he got 30 points, so he pulled it out today. But also, Pierce had himself an MVP. He got 44 points from Mahomes, where he's just like, yeah, I'm going to get to play that guy every day for 10 years. Uh, he might text you that he's going to trade you Mahomes, but he's not actually going to. If Pierce texts you something, say, great chat, bro. Why don't you go ahead and put it in, in the actual app, and then you can have a... a, a if you want to have a realistic trade negotiation with uh, Pierce, it can't be through text. If you're texting with him, it's more like, like, like he's like just you're just you're just riffing, man. You're just you're just shooting the breeze. Um, it's not real. None of it's real. Uh, anyway, so he got 44 out of Mahomes as an MVP performance for bust use. Let's see. I gave Adams bust due to Thielen. Man, he only got six points. That's it. Just six. Uh, and who is the bust due for Pierce? Oh, that one's easy. 
That's Zeke. Ooh, Zeke with eight points. Ouch. Either way, we're going to watch on Monday. I don't have, I don't have a sneaky start because we got to find out what happens on Monday. Uh, for next week, oh, was I supposed to say who they played? I think I missed who Stanley and Needham play. Oh, here, I'll, put, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll preview Stanley and Needham's weeks for next week in a second here. Or not in a second. At the end of our... Uh, 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 scoreboard, but who's who do we have for this game? Adam is going against Rose. Uh, he's got a slight advantage going into him. Uh, we'll talk about Rose coming up here. Actually, we'll talk about Rose in the next matchup. Uh, I, I'll put Adam with a slight advantage, and we have Pierce going up against Jason Kelly. Jason Kelly's in a tier three right now, he's not really like actively trying to win, uh, so that should be an advantage for Pierce. Um, next is, oh, I said Rose was next. I lied. Uh, next is the fifth place team. That's Eric Wolfett up against the sixth place team. That's me. Somehow I'm in sixth place. I, that, that must be a, a misprint. Um, for those of you who weren't on the chat today, uh, I'm in trouble. I, I am in a lot of trouble. Apparently. My entire running back core consists of only Christian McCaffrey. And I'm going to be so desperate for a second running back that I'm going to play Mike Davis at my RB2 in the playoffs. So I'm going to play CMC and Mike Davis in the playoffs as my RB1 and RB2 with no other running backs and any flexes. And... If that doesn't happen, you can send that observation to at Rick Weiland. Uh, anyway, let's go ahead and get into week eight. We have another couple of uh, tier two teams going up against each other. Uh, uh, I didn't mention it last time, but Adam and Pierce were also a couple of tier two teams. So uh, Wolfit and I are both tier two teams, and it's done. Wolfit's won. Okay, there is a tiny chance, maybe if Shepard gets injured, or has a fumble and something weird happens. If Shepard scores less than three points, I accidentally win. It's not going to happen. Wolfett's going to win. And so uh, the final score is going to be I had 121. Wolfett had more than 121. Wolfett's MVP. This was a. <laughs> Wolfett texted me in the middle of the day. It was actually really fucking funny. And he said, We're having a. We're having a pillow fight in the middle of a parking lot right now, and it is so goddamn true. We are both coming in in the 120s, and it's actually pretty pathetic. Uh, but, hey, when two pathetic people go up against each other, you got to pay attention to who wins. And uh, this pathetic guy lost uh, to Wolfit. Wolfit had, but of course, it's a pathetic matchup. So who's the MVP? It's a fucking IDP. Uh, Wagner against Wolfett and my Niners got 27 points, two sacks and 11 tackles. This matchup is so lame. We're talking about a defensive player. So basically anyone should have wanted to go up against Wolfett and I, but Wolfett and I were lucky enough to go up against each other. And Wolfett was incredibly lucky enough to go up against me, but I got to win the exact same way against Needham last week. So basically in the last two weeks for me in Dynasty, I've been horrible and accidentally went 1-1. One one, so I'm actually just lucky to not have gone 0-2. I just need to get to that number 8 seed 
just in time for the playoffs. So hopefully my guys will be healthy and that team that I paid so much draft capital for and also like actual players for uh, will be able to come through. Anyway, uh, let's finish this up. Who is the MVP? We already said that. That's a defensive player. Who's the best you? Aguilar. <laughs> Aguilar. In my notes, I wrote that he had 0. 0.000000. Oh, man. Oh, Lord. Good job, Will. I mean, like, I didn't have a ton of options, but I could have played with Cole Hardman, who is also boomer bust. Um, you know, my biggest, I, I didn't even consider McCole Hardman because I've played him on boom and bust moments before. Well, every time you play McCole Hardman, it's boom or bust. But I played him before and he busted. And I was like, oh, the Jets are so bad. The, the, the Chiefs are just going to hand the ball off to CEH and Bell all day long. And they're not even going to really throw. And now, of course, uh, they totally hooked up Hardman. Uh, but Aguilar had done. He had nine targets uh, the other uh, last week. He has found the end zone a bunch of times. Carr likes him, and Cleveland is the Cleveland secondary is garbage. And at the last second, I heard, "Oh, it's really windy though." And I was like, "Uh, I don't care. Fuck it. Like, I don't care. They'll be fine. I don't care if it's windy." Uh, yeah. Well, I should have cared that it was windy because Nelson Aguilar got me zero points, and that's a big old bust, you. And I'm spending too much time on that. Also, I got uh, Tevin Coleman. <laughs> Dude, Tevin Coleman. I had it all lined up. Except for he was coming back from the injury so he could get re-injured. I knew that. But, I mean, you can't, like, make decisions based off that. He comes out. He gets the first series. Three carries. 20 yards. I'm just like, there we go. I, I picked the right Shanahan running back. And then he re-injures his knee. And I realized halfway, so the next, the next running, uh, the next series, Hasty got all the carries. And I even texted, oh, Hasty's getting his carries. But I was thinking like, oh, that's okay. Like, they're just like easing Coleman back in. Like, he had the first series. Hasty has this series. He'll have the next series. And then McKinnon was getting like first and second down reps. And I was like, oh, fuck, Coleman's hurt. So Coleman got hurt in the first quarter after one series. Uh, Henderson got also hurt. Uh, after having a nice start, he had like 50 yards in the first quarter, uh, and I was thinking he was going to do something, but then he got hurt too. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to lose to Wolf, but that's enough about that. Sneaky start is, oh, hey, I have to say this. The sneaky start for Wolf is Damian Harris. Damian Harris got 100 yards. For those of you who don't know how Eric Wolf got Damian Harris, I traded him Damian Harris with Sony Michelle for Mike Williams, uh, Mike Williams, then I ended up packaging with Hollywood a first and a second to get Michael Thomas. Um, but it, regardless, Wolfett got a nice 100-yard game from Damien Harris. It's very hard to do uh, for a New England running back of any, any type. Uh, but you play the right New England running back. I, actually, we both had a risky play with Niners and, and uh, Patriots. You can definitely get a very good running back game. You just have to play the right running back. And uh, I had the right running back, but he got injured. Uh, Wolfett just actually picked the right running back. And uh, there was also uh, honorable mention for Mike Williams. 
Uh, no, Mike Williams. Oh, wait, someone else is great with Mike Williams. We're going to get to that later. Let's get on to the last three matchups. We're going to go through these a little bit quicker. Uh, well, probably because I wasted too much time on my own game. And by last three, I mean last two. Uh, we have Rose and Jason Kelly who were in. Uh, did I get through? Hold on. I'm, am I missing a game here? Where is it? I'm missing a game. Oh, wait, no, 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 I'm not missing a game. I'm just unable to sort in real time. That's all, guys. All right. Again, I mean, I would edit that shit out, but this is not a real podcast. Um, as Ardeb said, I'm a hack. Dude, thank you, Ardeb. You're so, you're so kind to me. I've, I never would have considered myself a hack and, and, until you actually convinced me that I really was that good. Um, let's go ahead and get to the next highest ranked team with his Rose. Rose is in ninth place, tier two against Jason Kelly. He's bringing up 12th place. Uh, we have another, here we go. We have our other nail biter. We have two nail biters. Uh, we have a couple of tier two teams in the nail biter. And we also have a tier two and tier three. We got Rose and Kelly. It, it, Jason's done at 135. Uh, Rose is at 115, but he has Mike Evans. Oh, this is classic. This is so classic. Mike Evans could not be fucking more boom or bust. I mean, I swear to God. All he does is get nothing or everything. Uh, I guess he. I guess that means he's touchdown dependent. I guess I'm just realizing that in this moment. Um, so when Godwin's healthy, then there's going to be three wide receivers in Tampa Bay, and they're all going to be touchdown dependent. Uh, and Tom Brady is a happy, happy man. That dude, all he does is get what he fucking wants. He's got a supermodel fucking wife. He's got uh, like five rings, six rings. I don't even know at this point. Uh, and now he goes to Florida. He's like, where's the one place that no one cares about COVID? Oh, I'm going to go to, besides rescue. He goes, oh, I'm going to go to Florida. And then they're like, oh, wait, here's two amazing wide receivers. He's like, I fucking want the other great one that's available. And they're like, oh, of course, Tom. Sounds great. Uh, so uh, Tom Brady's going to be throwing to Mike Evans tomorrow. And, you know, maybe Rose will get his points. Maybe he won't. Jason Kelly actually probably wants Rose to win this game. Um, just to solidify his spot in the bottom four. Um, but it's, it's not, neither are doing that great. Let's look at MVPs for, uh, we have DK Metcalf at Jesus Christ, 46 points. I watched that game. Holy Jesus. The Niners had nothing for Metcalf. He had 12 receptions, 161 yards, and two touchdowns. He was definitely the MVP for Rose if he wins. By the way, that was, I'm like, oh, man, it was it was such a dominant performance. I was like, how close is it to our top 10 individual performance for all time? 46 points, not going to do it. You need a 53-point game to get in our top 10. Uh, for Jason Kelly, uh, Robert Wood, 28 points. He had seven catches on 85 yards for a touchdown. Plus, he had a rushing uh, touchdown, which for two total touchdowns and 94 total yards on nine touches. Well, I should say, uh, uh, well, you know, nine receptions and two carries. That's your nine touches. He probably had some more uh, uh, targets, some more opportunities besides that. 
but Ro uh, Robert Woods got 28 points. So let's go ahead and look at the, the bust you. For, okay, so you gotta remember, we have Jason, Kelly, we call, we call Jason Jay. So Jay, uh, Kelly, uh, Jay Kelly, uh, and uh, Rose. So for the bust you, uh, Rose's bust you was Jay Kelly. Wait, what? Hmm? Wait, I'm sorry. Rose is playing Jay Kelly? Yeah, okay, okay. And then who is Rose's bust you? Jay Kelly? Um, oh, uh, Ben Rose's bust was Joshua Kelly with three points. Ouch. Not doing job there. And for Jay Kelly, his, uh, <laughs> his name's not Jay Kelly. We've never called him Jay Kelly. Uh, but the fact is, uh, Jason's bust was Rogers. Oh yeah. So Rogers had a real nice start for, uh, the Eagles. He's the tight end there, uh, last week. And then he was looking good this week. And at the last second, Goddard was eligible. And so Rogers was no longer that great. And so for sneaky starts, look, 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 cause we don't know who's going to win. So we're going to do both ways. We did both, uh, MVPs, both busts. And for both sneakies, Rose, I don't see a sneaky start for Rose. Uh, and for uh, Jason Kelly, uh, Hines. Oh, here's the thing with Hines. So he got 21 points. He got 62 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he, he had a touchdown today that was the best spin move I've seen of the season. It was the best spin move I've seen since Lamar Jackson did a spin move on two uh, members of the Bengals secondary, and that image got him an MVP. Uh, Hines was going out of bounds at the four, and he did a spin move off a defender through another defender, and that's how he scored. It was beautiful. Go back and take a look. Uh, honorable mention is Mike Williams. Oh, that's that honorable <laughs> that Mike Williams reference I was thinking of earlier. Uh, Mike Williams also got 23 points. That's an also sneaky start for Jason Kelly there with Naeem Hines. Uh, also, why did Mike Williams get mentioned in this? Because uh, he was also just take, uh, gotten uh, taken uh, from me. Uh, he was part of that Mike Thomas trade. So uh, we had Damian Harris. Uh, who what turned into Mike Williams, and then Mike Williams today got 23 points. Uh, and after I traded him uh, to Jason for uh, to Michael Thomas, and there's there's a few different trades that are uh, I'm noticing are getting played out. Uh, it's 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 one thing to talk about them in the chat. It's another thing to actually start assigning weekly points to them, and you can kind of hear by all those hesitations I was doing some like weekly math. Um, but let's not look backwards. Let, let's look forwards. Uh, next week, Rose is up against Adam and, uh, Jay Kelly. Uh, Jason Kelly is up against Pierce. The last one is going to be, oof, 10th place and 11th place. Austin and BT, both tier three teams. They both suck. Their game sucked. Uh, Austin won 108-99. to uh, Let's not forget that average is about 144. And by about, I mean it's 144. Uh, well, well, the week's not done, so I'm not going to start counting up who got to average or not. But So Austin is going to be T. Neither of them want to win or care. Uh, technically, there's an MVP. Austin's MVP is Ayuk. Uh, 
uh, eight catches for 91 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Stanley might remember Ayuk. That would be the man that he drafted in the second round, but because he didn't uh, adjust his lineup appropriately before kickoff on week one, uh, he ended up having to drop Ayuk. And um, you know what? Got to give credit to Austin for paying up to get him. I, I think we all would have uh, paid a little bit more knowing what we know now. That being said, once Debo comes back, I think Ayuk's value will get split in half. Um, and I think Ayuk and Debo will basically just be like, you never know which one is going to have. I, I, so if Ayuk went 8 91 and 1 today, I think if Debo was playing, they would have each gone for like 9 101. So, you know, four or five catches, 50 yards, and maybe they got the touchdown. I think that's what it would have happened. Let's look at some bust use. Uh, the bust use for BT is Humphreys. He got zero. Uh, he got brain damaged, it looked like, uh, when he got his head hit. Uh, he didn't look that good. But also, you know, you got a zero. So I don't care if you're, like, actually physically injured. If you get a zero, you're not – you're, you're going to be a bust you on this podcast. Uh, I was telling Joey a lesson uh, about the importance of making sure that you um, you keep your brain from getting scrambled. He's like, I'm going to be a WWE wrestler when I grow up. I'm like, no, you're fucking not. For the same reason, you're not going to be an NFL player. First of all, you're not athletic enough, you're not large enough, and you're not, uh, uh, I don't know, passionate enough. You're too fucking spoiled, you little country club kid. But uh, by the way... Also, you're fucking brilliant, and we got to protect that goddamn brain, you idiot. So, uh, yeah, we got to make sure this uh, this child of mine and all the children of yours keep those brains safe. Safety first. Wear helmets while riding bikes. Don't don't fucking let them get stupid. Don't be stupid. Protect your child's brain. That was a public service announcement from the psychologist that doesn't get to do that anymore. Uh, sneaky start. No, no, there are no sneaky starts because you guys fucking suck. That game sucked. There's only 108 points to the winner. Uh, nobody wins. Everyone loses. And I don't care who you two play next. All right. We actually got through it. And by we, I mean we. Because if you stuck with me through that, then there is seriously something wrong with you. And also, you're the best and I love you. All right, so let's go ahead and get to the random. All right, before we get to the random stat, I had a reference that I was going to say who Stanley and Needham were going to be up going up against next week, uh, but I actually did say it uh, as I referenced to their opponents next week will be going up against. So just a reminder, Stanley and Ardub have a, a big matchup next week of a couple tier one teams going up against it. And then Booby has Needham. Looking at your random stat, if you go to uh, league history, our only champ is Wolfett. And he has his record on the trophy. Your random stat is that your one trophy for this dynasty league, their record on it says six and seven. That's right. Our one trophy has a losing record on it. Why? Because Wolf it made it in as the eight seed last year at six and seven. Actually, it might have been seven seed. Um, made it in the last week uh, last year at six and seven, 
and ended up to win the whole thing. And uh, that's your random stat. And you know what the other thing I just realized is? I have not used the outro music since the second episode. And so I am so happy that I found it again. Thank you for listening. You guys are awesome. And let's go ahead and, uh, you know, whatever. I can, let's, yeah, finish, finish the pod. Uh, anyone know how to finish a podcast? Thank you.